If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Well, talk about a plot twist. (laughs) I did not see this coming whatsoever. I didn't either. Hi, welcome to the Reality Bites podcast. It's Megan and Jay. If you missed our last bonus episode, we did an amazing interview with 90 Day Fiance OG Danielle Jabali. She was on season two of 90 Day Fiance. We got a bunch of questions answered. We really did. And a lot of questions we didn't think were going to be answered. We thought she'd be a little hesitant to answer. She actually was straight up with. Like, how about the fact that she and Muhammad are talking again, like back in contact. I did not expect her to say that whatsoever. Not at all. That is just a little bonus episode you can go back and check out. But today we will be discussing part two of episode six, 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days. And we're going to head into part one of episode seven, which will air Sunday night on TLC. But before we get to all that, Jay, how's your week been? So far, pretty hot. My AC uh, went out and that's a bit of an issue. It's like 100 degrees (laughs) outside. I know. And the, the thing is, if you look at the weather forecast for like the next couple weeks, it's actually going to cool down. But, but not while your AC is <laughs> right. broken right now, of course, because that's how it always goes. Always. Now, did you have to like open the windows and create the cross breeze with the fans blowing at different <sighs> angles or like how are you surviving? We're this? trying some of that. We have a lot of uh, box fans and like the indoor ceiling fans and stuff like that. So all that stuff is being worked on. We actually called the guy. He's supposed to come out sometime in the next two sometime, days. Sometime. Yeah, whenever sometime. he gets around to it. Because that's how things kind of work. It's like, I'll get there. When, I'll get around to it when I get around to it. It's like, no, we are bake. We are literally baking in right. our house. I need you to come <laughs> right. fix this. Uh, I think I'd be checking into a hotel right about now if I were you. My wife wants to, yes. Yeah, I think you should. Take the cat, <laughs> load everyone up, and get over to one of those Sounds nice. places that let you have pets. Um, what about you, Megan? <laughs> I am super excited because I'm going to go see Lizzo this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So um, one of my really good friends, we've been friends since fourth grade. She drove cross-country with me when I moved back to the East Coast and I was able to get some tickets for us to go check out Lizzo and um, so we're going to do that and her birthday is next weekend so this is kind of like her early birthday celebration. Everybody wins. Right? Everybody wins. I feel like a really cool friend too because I don't know for sure so I haven't told her this but I think I've arranged a meet and greet for us. Oh, that's going to be awesome. So And, and I didn't want to say, hey, we're going to meet her and hang out a little bit before the show because I didn't want her to get her hopes up in case that doesn't happen right. but as of right now now I think I've arranged it. Well, hopefully so that, that works out. We're going to get to go meet Lizzo because everyone's kind of obsessed with her right now. Yeah, she is the hot ticket right now. But that is Sunday night. So oh. I don't, I'm going to have to get up early Monday and like make up for Sunday night's episode where we have left off with 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. We are in the second part of episode six. Right. And... It's astonishing to me that Rebecca still thinks things are going well between she and Zied. Like, is she seeing what we are seeing? Or is there a lot going on that we're not seeing? Because when she's like, oh, I think I love him more now. I'm like, yeah, is she, she did say that. for real? I mean, well, sometimes you're in the middle of something, you don't realize. Right. It's hard to see the forest through the trees. Correct. And she's right in the middle of the forest right now. Now, Rebecca's 47. She's from Georgia. Zied is 26. He lives in Tunisia. Where we kind of left off, she goes to meet his family to have dinner. 
The parents are not real thrilled with the fact that Rebecca is covered in tattoos. Right. And she winds up spending the night at their house, staying in Zied's bedroom by herself because he has to sleep in a room with his mom because it is <laughs> not appropriate in the Muslim religion and in that right. culture to share a bedroom if you're not married. So she wakes up in the morning and she starts like going through his stuff. That was super weird, but she is a private investigator, so maybe it's just in her nature. She can't right. help it. Last night we stayed with Zied's parents. Considering the language barrier and the fact that they saw my tattoos, dinner was pretty awkward for me. And in Islam, you do not sleep in the same bed unless you're married. So I cozied up in Zied's bed all by myself and he cozied up in the room with his mom it's weird being in here um because this is where we would video chat for months it's kind of strange what is this is that a potato <laughs> oh it's a rock okay but yeah i kind of feel like a teenager snooping around my boyfriend's bedroom Since meeting Zied for the first time less than a week ago, I've never loved him more, but it's very important that I find the right time to come clean with Zied and tell him about the fact that I'm still married. But why did he have a rock that looked like a potato? <laughs> At first I thought it was a potato. I'm like, She Zied, thought it was a potato too. She's like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> what is going on here? But I still, I, I feel like she is in denial right now. Like she hasn't had time to actually go back and process and watch from the outside like we all are and evaluate like everything that has kind of gone wrong up and in their relationship point. things have been going pretty quickly because she does state uh, been here for about a week now and yeah. all this drama has already happened so it might be kind of hard to really kind of disseminate okay what's actually going on what am I actually feeling and maybe after the whole okay she lands at the airport now she has to rent a car which she d- wasn't expecting to do and then all of a sudden they, they get to the hotel and he's not happy with what she's wearing and they argue about that maybe there's a, a lot of time in between those incidents right. that it's going really well and we're just not getting to see that. That's possible. Because when she's like, oh, everything's great. And da, 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 I'm like, mm, I love him even though? more. It, really? Do you though? And it's really interesting when he was having that kind of heart to heart with his mom when she was doing the laundry and yeah. he was, and she seems very kind of like what kids are going to do is what kids are going to do. And he sounded very much to me like, oh no, she's going to take care of me. She's going to provide a great life for me. And I'm move like, to her home country uh, and this is what everybody's doing now, mom. Right, right. That was um, a really interesting conversation so then rebecca and zied wind up leaving his parents house Mm -hmm. and they go to his sister's house oh boy and sister is again a lot more like the rest of us like what is going on here how much time you still with your ex before your ex (laughs) your ex before your ex You know, and she finds, you can tell she finds this whole thing kind of funny and kind of amusing. And and poor Rebecca, if anything, putting her in this like meet the family thing so quickly after arriving, not really giving them a chance to just spend time together for the first right. few days. It's got to be a lot to kind of deal with, but he's not doing a good job of putting her mind at ease, supporting her, walking her through this at all. A lot of his comments when she's expressing some of her concerns about meeting his family or the situations is not 
not. Oh, don't worry. It's like, oh, yeah, I hope my sister likes you, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm worried, too. I'm worried, too. I don't know. And is it just me or now that she's been there for a couple days, he just never seems like he's in a good mood at all? I wouldn't say he seems extra grumpy, but he does not seem like as ecstatic or as happy or, you know, like like you said, like he's not, enjoying not himself. Not really smiling. Not, not, not particularly. Being, not being super affectionate It's just kind of, eh, like she's here, cool. Yeah, eh. yeah. And that worries me, too, because it's way too soon in the trip for that part of new relationship energy to have worn off. Right. All right. So who you got next? So speaking of meeting the family, what about Benjamin and Akini? Oh, man. This is like painful to watch. It is so awkward. And Benjamin I, is... 33. Benjamin's 33. He's from Phoenix, Arizona. Akini 25. is... 25. She's from Nairobi, Kenya. Uh, now, Benjamin thinks that he is arriving in Nairobi to spend a couple weeks at this Airbnb that he has rented with his Kenyan girlfriend, and he arrives only to find out that that is the exact opposite of what's going to happen. <laughs> the exact opposite. If anything, he is basically there to get to know and win over her brother and pay her bride price so that in her I think in her mind that's what needs to happen so that they can come to the US and and get married. It feels like for her they're already engaged basically. Yeah, but but right, so she doesn't want to spend time hanging out and doing things together. She's more like nope, you got to go Go impress my family, pay my bride price, and then let's get this show on the road. Go hang out with Fidel. Now, this is where Akini takes Benjamin to her parents' house, where he is supposed to meet both of her parents, mother, father. Fidel is there, her sister's there, and the dad never shows up. No. And where we left off at the first part of episode six, we weren't sure if he was coming or not. But now we're into the second part of episode six, and it becomes clear that he's not coming, but we don't know why. Right. We don't know why. So. So Fidel is there and he feels like he's kind of instigating a lot of stuff when mm-hmm. he's in his conversations and kind of like, oh, well, he knows you're coming. So, I mean, he should be here. Speaking of uh, Akini's father, right. who should show up, who never shows up. And then they never say where he is or why he doesn't come. Is it right. because, hey, I don't want to meet your white boyfriend, therefore I'm not coming home because I don't approve of this? Or is it I'm held up at work? Or is it and, any number of other issues? And they actually call the father on the phone while Benjamin's there. And, and he says he'll be there in about an, in hour. an hour. Yeah. And, and then he never shows up. doesn't happen. So that's also confusing. Next thing you know, Akini is very upset. So let me walk you back to your house. No. 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 I don't want to go there right now, babe. If I go, I'll cry. Tonight was a really big deal because I was supposed to meet both of Akini's parents. We need her father's blessing for a proposal. However, her dad never showed up. And then Akini told me that her brother, Fidel, said something that upset her. But she won't tell me anything more. You really upset me. I can't help but think that Fidel might have said something disapproving of me to his father. So you want me to go? Now, I noticed right before she got upset and she kind of went out the room and everybody's like, what happened? Fidel said, oh, you should say goodbye, mother 
to Benjamin. Okay. Because Benjamin first said goodbye, or said, how do you say goodbye? And he said, oh, this is how you say goodbye. And then Fidel says, but you should say goodbye, mother. And then it seemed like that's when Akini got upset. And I don't know. She said something her brother said made her upset. And I don't know if maybe. If that was it? Yeah, because it might have been like, oh, you need to say goodbye, mother. Like, this is the last time you're going to yeah, see like her. Yeah, like you need to say bye as in you're not coming back. Right. Or I, was it something else that was said off camera that, that off we didn't camera. get to see, which is kind of what I thought, where maybe he said something either to the mother or, or you know, in, in a language that Benjamin couldn't understand, like, this guy is not doesn't belong here, is not the right person, blah, blah, blah. And Akini got upset over that. Yeah, Akini was really upset. Though. But Benjamin goes outside to try to comfort her. And again, this is where I get we're talking about two very different cultures. This is very overwhelming for her. She's never dated a white guy. She's certainly never brought a white guy home to meet her family. It's not going how she had hoped it would. But she's very immature to him. That's exactly what I put down. It's like very immature, very much how you would expect Avery to act, who's 19, yeah. who we're going to talk about later. She's like, go away. And he's like, yo, I've been here for like two, three days. I just flew halfway around the world to get to know you and spend time with right. you. You can tell he is just like, what is going on? What this do- is not at all. <laughs> what am I doing here? How this trip was supposed to go. And then Fidel comes outside and is basically like, why'd you upset my sister? And Benjamin's like, I, I mean, how he was able to maintain composure and self-control in that situation and not be like, this situation is bonkers. Is bonkers and I'm not the one who upset her and I'm going to go check into my Airbnb and you all have a good night. And the thing is, the one thing that Akini did say was that it was her brother who made a comment that upset yes, her. So yes. Benjamin knows and Akini knows that it was her brother who but upset her. But the brother's blaming Benjamin in front of the whole family. And Benjamin doesn't say, well, no, she's really upset because of something you said, but he's she won't just, tell me. He's just like, okay. All right, well, maybe we'll figure it out tomorrow. <laughs> well, maybe after you talk to her, we'll get some clarity and on the all brother this. is Fidel's, you know, he's like, well, look, you didn't bring her a present, so you already messed up there. There's one strike. You didn't say hello to mother when you walked in, there's so there's another strikes. strike. You really need to get the, your stuff together. It's the way Fidel almost like reprimands him. You're messing up left and right. This is not, you're not, I don't think you're going to be the right guy for my sister. And Clearly right now, Fidel is not Team Benjamin. Now no, that might change later on, but not as of today. So, uh, I mean, I had a good feeling about them in the beginning. I still want to remain hopeful, but this so far, I mean, I feel really bad for him. It, it does. And he, I mean, he hasn't really done anything. He's, you know, had a couple faux pas, missteps that sure. weren't egregious and they weren't anything that I would say was like intentionally him trying to be mean. He's not like a Ziad who's not like, trying to be disrespectful. Yeah, he's not trying to be. He's just, no. you know, doesn't know any better. Sure. And Making some mistakes. He's tired. He's out of his element. He's out of his comfort zone. And it feels like they're just all piling up against him right now. Yeah, yeah. And, so and, and they're not being sympathetic at, at all, all at all to the fact that he has really has no idea and he is trying. Um, moving on to Omar and Avery, things appear to be chugging right along for these two. They do. Not much happened in the uh, part two of episode six. Correct. They didn't really address anything. But when we got to the second episode... It's or, right before the wedding. Right before the wedding. It's like the night before, apparently. And Avery is super excited. They're practicing writing their name in Arabic. And the mom comes in and she is clearly... This is like her go for broke... last ditch effort that's what i said last moment of hate to just try to plant that seed of doubt 
And I will say one thing, as headstrong as Avery appears to be, I think most of us in this situation being in Beirut might, after a couple days, be like, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, maybe we do need to take some more time and Not feel Avery. this out. Not Avery, man. She is committed to do the thing all the way. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. So, and mom so- essentially kicks Omar out of the room. She you knows she just wanted to try to get a last moment of kind of sure. solidarity with Avery to be like, hey. Well, and she did. She had her chance to to say what she wanted to say and bring up her concerns, which, by the way, are extremely valid. I need to have a talk with Avery to make sure she understands the risks involved because she's naive and easily manipulated. Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, of course. This is your last chance to back out. No, I want to. Do you think it was odd that he found you on a Muslim dating website, American? I'm just asking. No. You know, he was looking for an American girl. He finds an American girl. He sweeps you off your feet like I've never seen you sweat before. And now we're here across the world and you're about to marry him after a few days. Earlier today, Omar and my mom went out to dinner to negotiate my dowry. And ever since she got back, she seems a little different. She's trying to make me doubt him. I'm not happy my mom's here telling me these things the night before I get married. Have you ever thought that he might have been using you for a visa? If he wanted someone just to get a visa over here, he could have got somebody. He did get somebody. You're here. If this were your daughter, Jay, you would probably be bringing up some of the same things. Maybe not in the exact same way. We wouldn't be flying anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) She'd be like locked in in her bedroom. (laughs) All of a sudden, her passport would be lost. (laughs) Oh, don't know what happened to it. I don't know what happened, honey. Sorry. (laughs) But, you know, listen, when your daughter's 19, you might not be able to control where she goes and what she does. So I I still want to give Avery's mom a lot of credit for the fact that she's there. She helped them find a place to get married when Omar kind of dropped the ball on that. that. Like I said, I think she brought up really her real valid concerns and I hope Avery's thought them all the way through. But I think she has because like I've said a million times over again, they seem very happy together. In in the present day, they appear to be very much still together. So So I think everything's fine. But I think Terry did what any parent would do in that situation. And every other version of the show that we've watched, other people's friends and family have been way more negative (laughs) and suspicious than Terry's being. I think she's still relatively... She's still being supportive, but she's also like, just want to make sure you've thought all this through. Yes, her just daughter. want to make sure your eyes are open heading into this. Just protect her as much as she can. So that's understandable. Yeah. Tim and Jennifer. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Tim just, he he talks too much. He, and unnecessarily. And he doesn't know when to broach certain <laughs> subjects. He His timing. He just has no sense of like, maybe this wouldn't be the best time to bring this up. So right after he lands in Columbia, he he brings up to Jennifer that he talks to his ex Veronica, Tim's 38 years old. He's from Charlotte. And Jennifer is 25. 25 and she lives in Bucaramanga, Colombia. And as soon as he lands, he says, listen, oh, I just talked to Veronica, which he knows Jennifer has an issue with. Right. He knows that she doesn't like it's the fact that they still communicate. She didn't ask him about it. Nope. He just seemed to bring it up out of nowhere. Right. So next thing you know, Tim is meeting her grandparents. Abuela and, and Abuelita. Yep. And, and I actually think answered the questions very well when they he were did. asking, like, what are your intentions? with Jennifer. It's very much like a job interview and he was like, yo. He knew his answers and he, but it seemed genuine enough. I'm here to get to know her. I'm here to get to know Violet. You know, this is, I'm, I'm looking for something long-term and more serious. Uh, and then they ask him, have oh, yeah. you ever been to our country? And instead of just saying, yes, I've visited Colombia before,
before. It's a beautiful country. He says, yes, I've been here five times. Right. Which is unnecessary again. Absolutely. This very blunt <laughs> way of dropping bombs on family members that they're not expecting right. is totally not how I would handle that situation. I feel like it's totally unnecessary. So, uh, obviously, uh, Jennifer has to translate to her grandparents, oh, he's been here. And she even looks at him she's and says... She's like, wait, really? She says, five? And she's like, okay, kind of shoulder shrug. Uh, yeah, he says he's been here five times, which she had no clue. Had no idea that he had been down there five times. And now she wants to know, well, why have you been here five anybody times? Else would. But that was the weird part, because the, the grandmother did ask, oh, well, what were you doing here? And at that point, he decides to be quiet about it and be like, oh, you know, just visiting friends. So, wait a minute. You're going to overshare one minute, and now all of a sudden... And now all of a sudden... Oh, well, I think in that he realized in that moment, this I probably just dug myself into right. a little bit of hole, and now I should like just chill for a minute, and then we'll... I'll tell her why I've been here five times. So then they end up in the cafe. So then they're at the cafe. And then again, Tim out of nowhere tells Jennifer that he received a message from his ex who was also Colombian, which is why he has been to Colombia five times, who he also met on a Colombian dating website the same way he met Jennifer and just like throws all this information at her at one time. And this is Tim's big secret. The big secret we have been hearing about since episode one like why even bring up the text at that point there's no reason you already know she has an issue with how much you talked to veronica you already know that you caught her off guard when you told her you had been to columbia five times and she wanted to know well why have you been here five times now you're gonna throw this like text message into the mix and if you weren't texting her back then there's really no need to bring no like need. if, if Just she texts you it. and you're like oh well well i'm not responding to it anyway yeah. There's no need to bring up to her that you got or this text message or whatever and just focus on the relationship that you're here to pursue now. So so I think in his mind, he thinks he's being an open book. Right. And he's not hiding anything. And in everybody else's mind, it's like you're being <laughs> so stupid, though. Just shut up. Just Tim, shut, shut up. up, Tim. So he's uh, his ex who was from Colombia, from Bogota, who he'd been to visit many times. She had already lived in the U.S. when he met her, he said. Yep. And then and then she decided to bounce and go back to Columbia right. and never really explained why. why and now all of a sudden it looks like he has some unresolved feelings for the ex and he said he never really got any closure I mean they've been dating for two years, two years he said a they long were long time they were engaged they were planning on starting a family having kids these are Tim's words specifically so it feels like he actually was very emotionally invested in her and when Jennifer brings up the fact of oh am I a replacement and he says no 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 it kind of seems like um, well, maybe yeah, maybe maybe kind of seems like yeah you kind of are right and and I think she's picking up on that too. But then again, take all of that off the table. Take Veronica off the table. Okay. Take the Colombian ex off the table. I don't think they're compatible and they're a good match without all of that. That's but then true you too. add all of that into it and it's really not looking good for these two. I mean, it's already very volatile. You saw she threw the beer in his face. Yep. Which, yep. you know, I can understand. His her. reaction though was pretty calm. So we've been talking about how, you know, earlier she called him the P word, said he was a wussy basically and all this kind of stuff. And he's just always very calm and stoic about it. And then, you know, I thought about what we've been talking about throughout this whole endeavor with 90 Day Fiance the other way is that, you know, when you're on camera, the way you kind of react and respond. So maybe he's very hyper aware of the cameras. Yeah. And he's just trying to maintain, you know, that facade of of like being cool, calm and collected, even in the face of 
someone throwing a drink in your face. Extreme disrespect. Yeah. But how anticlimactic that that was Tim's big secret that we have been hearing about all season long and has (laughs) has made people go down rabbit holes on message boards about Tim being transgender and his sexuality. But all along, we've heard about this big secret, which could end things and break things up between them. And we're all ready for some sort of scandalous story. And then the fact like, oh, he has a Colombian ex. I really. Right. You made it worse than it was, Tim. You really made it. Totally worse than it was. And it makes sense now why he was acting so weird, a little bit at least. And now it does really make it seem like you have feelings for her because you were acting so weird from the beginning when you got to Colombia that it makes it seem like, oh, well, maybe you really do have some feelings for your Colombian ex. And this is all bringing back those memories. Uh, let's go to Tom and Darcy. Oh, Tom and Darcy. All so. right. Darcy is 44. She's from Connecticut. Tom's 39. He's from the UK. Tom and Darcy have now sealed the deal. Right. They have done the deed. And she can't stop talking about how, oh, this has made our relationship so much stronger. They're more now. bonded now. And he does not seem to be on that page <laughs> at all whatsoever. Bit. Now, the original plan was that while she was there, they were going to go to Grand Canaria, which is this luxurious island getaway off the coast of northern africa darcy springs on him change of plans can we go meet up with my sister and her 26 year old albanian fiance florian in albania and tom surprisingly agrees to go along with it right but now we can see how not happy about this he actually (laughs) is now the one thing i wrote down about all of this is that he whined non-stop he was a bit of a whiner from basically beginning to end. Now, I get it. This is not where, how you would be choosing to spend these days off. I get that you really don't want to go to Albania. But from the time, from the moment they land, mm-hmm. he's complaining about being tired. He's complaining about being in Albania. He's complaining about how long they have to wait at dinner. And he's complaining about how long it's taking her to get ready. But how ridiculous that they land, they get to Albania, they're supposed to meet Stacy and Florian at a restaurant. Right. Darcy wants to unpack on the middle of the sidewalk to put on heels because, quote, Stacy will be wearing heels. Good? I think so. Wait, I think I need to change shoes because Stacy's going to have her heels on. It doesn't matter. Just go like that. No, 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 no. I I don't like feeling short. Gotta be even Stevens. I know she's going to have her heels. I'm getting mine. You want to unpack all the bags at the side of the street so you're the same height as your sister? I don't want to be shorter than her. Okay. You don't even know what shoe she's wearing. Maybe a pump. That's been such a long day. Okay, no, sorry. And you see this level of like petty, jealousy, competitiveness. Yes. It's startling, right? It it really is because she says that, you know, I don't want to be shorter than her. Right. Well, you guys are twins and no one's going to think anything. You're the exact same height. Right. All they're going to think is she's wearing heels and you're not. And plus, you're going to be at a restaurant probably sitting sitting down. down, So no one's going to notice in the first place. So what's the difference? So they go to this restaurant and they're waiting for Florian and Stacy to arrive. And for whatever reason, now I would be annoyed too, I'm not going to lie. They get there, 15 minutes, turns into 30 minutes, turns into 45 minutes, and as far as we can tell, Stacy and Florian don't show up until like an hour, hour and a half later? Yes, at minimum an hour, hour and a half later. Like, where were they? And the entire time, Darcy is texting her sister like, hey, we're here, are you guys almost here? Stacy's not responding? Which is pretty rude. I mean, if they were 
planning on going first to like a hotel to kind of, you know, unpack their stuff or whatever, maybe get freshened up and then meet you at a restaurant. And then your big plan was, no, we're just going to meet straight at the restaurant. Then you should probably make your best attempt to be on time. To be on time. I mean, a little bit late, okay, but if you're pushing an hour, an hour and a half, that's just rude. Yeah. And so it's what appears to be happening here is that Tom's patience with Darcy is already wearing extremely thin. Right. And Darcy's just not getting it. She's not really picking up on the fact that she's driving him insane. <laughs> and so it's definitely not looking like Tom is enjoying this trip to Albania whatsoever. And, but but we already knew that because you can tell. you can It's written all over Tom's face and his actions and his comments. Well, what I think is interesting is, is that, you know, they both want love, but they kind of want they're having a different path of trying to get to that love. So she wants love and she's willing to be like, hey, I'm out here. I'm going to love you, whatever flaws and all. Whereas he wants love, but he wants it to be, I guess, maybe a little more obvious or a little easier or a little I also think he's also like, he's kind of considering this meeting as the beginning of the potential relationship where she feels like, oh no, we've already been in this for four years. Exactly. And so I think they, they just bring a very different perspective to where they're at. Yes. And, uh, and he does seem, like you said, legitimately open to finding someone and he hopes it's going to be Darcy, but he really wants to, you know, see how they get along and see how things go where she's like, where's my ring? <laughs> more wedding references, more there's the diamond, keep your eye on the prize you comments. You look good on a on bended knee. He was bending down to do something. She's like, oh, you look good on one knee. Yeah. Oh, Darcy. You guys, no, she's got to stop with that. All right. Angela and Michael. I was going to say, can we talk about Angela and Michael now? Now, Angela is in her 50s, 53. She's from Georgia. Michael is 30. He lives in Lagos, uh, Nigeria. In Lagos, Nigeria. Angela arrives in Nigeria and things are great for the first 15 minutes. <laughs> you talking about prior to the uh, beatdown that occurred on the road? When yeah, from the time she lands, they are legitimately excited to see each other. She gets to beat up a trucker. We see in, in, in part one of episode six that they pull into a no parking zone and these kind of like Nigerian cowboys pull up alongside the car and put the metal spikes in in front of the tire which if he tried to move would deflate the tire and then he'd have to pay to get the they tow the car and he'd have to pay and blah 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 and Angela jumps out of the car and like hits a couple of guys and is like pulling people off of Michael and jumping right in the middle of it. She's excited. Very excited and and she's even now she's like turned on by the whole thing <laughs> and they're heading to the airport and she trumps him up and all the things that she brought for him but and as wildly inappropriately sexual as they are together and as fun as it looks like a fun of a time as they are about to have this underlying Angela's very angry at Michael and trust issues and he lies about little things it seems like there's like a lot of little white lies that she keeps kind of catching him in keeps bubbling up to the surface so here we are the next day it is day two, two. And they are going to go to the coast and they're going to go out on a boat to celebrate Michael's birthday, which is one of the reasons she's upset in the first place. So he already celebrated his birthday in part with his friends on his birthday, jerk. And they had already discussed that they would do it. They would celebrate his birthday when she got there and he wouldn't celebrate with his friends on his actual birthday. And they let us know uh, throughout that, you know, it's been about a year since they've seen each other. So, I mean, a year is a long time not to see somebody. And, you know, if your birthday comes around and you're waiting for that person to celebrate your birthday, and you haven't seen him in a year. You probably want to, you know do something for your birthday but whatever i digress so they are uh in the car and they are headed to this boat and he says that he has been on the boat one time when he was a little kid it's the second day in nigeria and me and michael right now there ain't no me and michael right now we're getting ready to get on a boat ride to celebrate michael's birthday but when we got to the boat dock michael lied 
dead in my face about he's never been on the boat before. You been on a boat before? When I was young, my uncle took us to a boat cruise. You, you lied again in my that face. That was. I knew he had been there before because I seen a picture of Michael that he had posted with women on the boat. You know, after Michael lying to me so many times, I am just sick of it. So I hired a black SUV and I had my ass back to the hotel by myself. When a person tells you they hate somebody lying, why do you do it? This ain't the first year we're together. Then I look like the fool keep putting up with it. And he knows I don't like him around women. What is the deal? Possibly so guys, possibly guys. must know something that we don't know. Maybe they've appeared in his social media prior. Maybe that's what it is. Or maybe just Angela is like, no, you're lying again. You've been on the boat recently because I've seen the picture. And this is where I honestly think that Angela might be bipolar because she is extreme high. And mm-hmm. when she gets angry, it is extreme anger. Right. And it is like, I'm going to hit you in the face. And and that to me doesn't necessarily warrant that reaction. Didn't warrant like the actual situation. Right. Instead Her of being like, was well, actually, I saw a photo. It looked like it was pretty recent. You were on the boat. Like I don't know, were you with those people? Did you know those people? And like, right. Wow. It wasn't even a question of oh, do you know those people? Those girls in the background were with you, and those girls were talking to other guys. By the way, in the picture, you can clearly right. see guys talking to those girls. And Michael's taking a photo of himself, not engaged in conversation with anyone. Right. But in Angela's mind this is deal breaker done deal the end she's supposed to be in nigeria for three weeks and she (laughs) has now ended things on day two day two she uh got herself a black uber i guess and was like i'm out of here she goes back to the hotel she's sitting at the bar she's having a beer and he (laughs) walks in and brings her like a (laughs) coca-cola like that's his peace offering is a coke it looked like he had a teddy bear or something too a little stuffed animal but yeah it was a coca-cola well she threw across the room she grabs the coke and throws it and i'm gonna be like well don't open that because that is about to be an (laughs) explosion a mess uh, an epic mess and and yeah and and then she goes up into the room and she like gets all of his stuff and she throws it out into the hallway which, which again, wasn't as dramatic because he doesn't really have a lot of stuff so it was but it's still behavior that's so over the top unbecoming of a 53 year old woman absolutely it's so extreme unless she knows something that we don't know well then the problem also comes where michael admits he always admits to his lying like yeah. he, so he does say oh you know i didn't tell angela about the boat and the girls because i didn't want to upset her which leads me to believe that he actually did know the girls and so there might be some stuff that we aren't privy to yet I, and that that's what my instincts are telling me because otherwise her extreme reaction does not really make sense Correct. Correct. So those two feel like... And we got a long way to go on her trip. <laughs> they feel like that's not going to work out. In all the previews we see, she's still mad. He's still trying to bring her peace offers. She's still tr- not trying to hear it. There's there's a preview where she's getting her hair done and he shows up with a cake in the <laughs> in the salon. He's like, this kind of stuff isn't going to work anymore, Michael. Like, really? He's bringing you cakes? Oh, no one's ever brought me a cake I when I got try mad. That. Next time I'm going to get mad. mad and be like, the only way to make this better is if you bring me <laughs> cake and just see if it works. <laughs> uh, and last but not least... Here we go. Uh, Caesar and Maria. Maria. Caesar is uh, 46, 47. He's from Jacksonville, North Carolina. Maria is 23, 24. She's from the Ukraine. Caesar is now down in Mexico. He has tried to meet up with her a couple times over this five-year relationship. 
It's always been an issue. It's always been an issue. It's not worked out either. There was she. There was an issue with the passport, or there was an issue with the she missed her flight. Then it was a it was war broke her, out her one mom, time. Her mom's birthday. Her mom she popped came, up. It was her mom's birthday out of nowhere, and so finally he books her a ticket. Books her a ticket, and he goes down. And then about a day later, she's supposed to arrive. So the morning she's supposed to arrive, he has everything all set up. He's got the chocolate panties on the bed. He's got his two hundred dollar <laughs> engagement ring. He's got the the cook's bottle of champagne <laughs> and he he's trying to get a hold of her because he's like hey message me when you're getting off the plane right still believing that she is going to be showing up all of a sudden she messages him and says the flight has been canceled and he is immediately in shock like what like what do you mean the flight's been canceled and so he gets on the phone with this either booking.com or priceline it that's what it appeared to me not that he booked directly through the right, airline. Right, exactly. And all of a sudden, whoever he's talking to on the phone is like... Hello, my name is Noah. How can I help? Yes, I wanted to know, uh, there was a flight canceled, and I would like to know what was going on. It's uh, 5561131. Just one moment, sir. Thank you. Uh, so we have a flight from Kiev to Cancun, and you're saying that this reservation was canceled. Is that right? Yes, because I didn't do anything. I didn't cancel it, but I just wanted to see who did. You understand that the airline canceled your reservation, right? It was it was canceled by the airline. Yes, sir. Uh, but I don't. That's crazy now. Yeah, it looks like your payment method was declined. Was there some information that wasn't? That wasn't down. Was uh, was there some numbers missing? What was going on? Uh, it looks like the reservation was canceled automatically because there were insufficient funds in your account. So the reservation was canceled because you you didn't have enough money in your account to pay for it, which I have a lot of questions about. A because lot of questions. How do you not know? And I know you and I off the off on the side have had conversations about. Oh well, sometimes when you're using your debit card and there's you know there's a pending charge and it hasn't gone through yet and they have to wait for authorization. And it takes right. a couple of days. And, and then yada, if yada, another yada. charge comes through, then it can push stuff. But if you book through like a booking.com or a Priceline, you get like confirmation emails. Exactly. So at what point, at some point, you would have either gotten a phone call or an email saying that there was a, a, a billing issue and to call this number and yada, yada, yada. But Caesar seems to be completely caught off guard and in shock. He was amazed that this could even happen. Like, how, how did this happen? How's well, this even yeah, possible? Caesar, you tell us how did it happen? Yeah, because I booked you know through various third party sites before, and absolutely, they give you the first uh, email they sent you to let you know, hey, we've already you got your request. Essentially, this is not your um, actual confirmation. We'll send you that confirmation email as once, soon once once the airline confirms right. it, as then we'll send it, you all your info, and then they send you you know emails subsequently later saying, okay, you're good, blah blah blah, and you can check your account. And so, if he had purchased his ticket prior to him getting to Cancun, which we know he did. At least a week prior. At least a week prior. At some point, he had to purchase other things along the way, which should have him at least, you know, somewhat check and his account. And how do you not notice that $2,000 hasn't been taken out of your account? Right, exactly. Exactly. There's- Unless he's that much of a train wreck of a human being. <laughs> which is possible. I mean, he has a $200 ring to marry a girl he's been sending $40,000 to over the last five years. So, so I mean, 
He gets her. Finally, he gets her on the phone, though. Right now, she's no problem talking like, hey. Right. But so this is where I this is what I thought, because remember, like she's radio silent the four days prior. Right. Why wasn't she responding to any of his messages? I think it's because she went to like get her seat on the plane or whatever. And all of a sudden she has no reservation Mm. and she thinks in her mind he has canceled the reservation and she thinks, wait a minute, he's down there sending me messages like I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see you. And I'm about to look bad because he's actually the one that canceled the reservation so i think she's mad and isn't responding because that would be a good because she thinks because like i've said all along the caesar that we're seeing on the show is not the caesar that he presents himself to be on social media absolutely two night and day different personalities definitely so if he's trying to play this victim this girl's just been using me blah 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 what if on her end she's like oh no you're not about to make me look like the asshole here you're the one who canceled the reservation i'm trying to get my seats i'm trying to check in there is no reservation anymore screw you i'm not talking to you and that's why she hasn't been responding for four days and finally maybe the day after she's supposed to arrive he's sending her all these messages like hey i really need to talk to you on the phone blah 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 and then all of a sudden he's trying to again play like well why didn't you tell me yesterday when you were supposed to get on the plane and in her mind she's probably like oh because you've known about this for a long time which would make sense and you're still playing this like you're the victim like you're the one who's been taken advantage of so when she's on the phone with him this is the part that i did not see coming whatsoever Me either i was i was genuinely shocked like oh wow i know it's not your fault but how come you didn't um say anything yesterday we could have fixed it yesterday i just saw it was canceled that's all babe i spent a lot of money in trying to get you here just i'm gonna fix it and then just just get on the plane because we're no, at no 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 i will not go to the plane anymore babe listen please just 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 work with me all right please i'm begging just just all you have to do is just i'm gonna fix it and then just just get i don't to want to go to mexico please i really i'm tired of it why I why will not fly to why mexico. i'm tired really tired so please don't book anything. I've done everything, everything that I could think of yes, to try to yes, get you yes, here. Yes, yes, tell me every time the same, how you work hard, how you spend everything. Yeah, 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 I know. Just let me explain something to you. I have oh, done... I want to hear, okay. You, I have so done... You, 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 yeah, you're always like trying to be like a victim. No, I'm not, not trying to be like a victim. You should be a real man, but you always like saying, oh my God, I'm working so hard because of you. So it's not my problem, it's your problem. No, no, I've done everything I can do for you. I want you to understand that because I've tried. And if I didn't love you, I would never, I would never kept going like that. For, for five years we've been doing that. You just keep, I don't know, you just, you, you just keep acting negative. I mean, do you, do you still love me? Oh, Caesar, I don't know. Maybe it's really not our luck to be together in this life. Maybe it's our next life. We love it. So, so does that mean it's over? Is that it? Was it over yes, when? It's over. So, so then basically you just didn't want to come. Caesar, I told you it's over. You will live your life. I will live my life. That's all. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Did she break up with you? Yeah. She breaks up with him. And she actually cites some of what you're saying. Like, you always play the victim. You're always like, oh, I'm tired of it. I do this. I do that. I work so much for you. And, you know, just be a man and pay for it or don't. Or don't. Right. And I'm done. So she breaks up with him. And I will say, all of these stories that we've heard about Caesar being an actor, the tears felt very genuine to me. Yeah. That seemed legit. 
But I go back and I think to myself about, you know, when we interviewed Danielle and Danielle said, as far as she knows, everyone on the show, it's legit. It's real stories. Right. But then I think, okay, so Darcy wanted to be on TV. Darcy had some like faux reality show pilot that she shot with Stacy. Angela, believe it or not, has been on the Maury Povich show twice. Has she really? You can find those clips online. Oh, let's check it out. Now you've got um, Elizabeth from Elizabeth and Andre from yeah. another season. She has now started making cameos in TV shows. I've heard about that. Now all of a sudden you've got Caesar who's a wannabe actor and I'm starting to get really suspicious that the show is looking for wannabe reality TV stars mm. and is helping to fabricate these storylines so that they can make some entertaining television. So they can have another family Chantel out there. Right. Because look at how many of them have tried to be on TV in the past or how many of them are currently pursuing other TV jobs outside of the 90 Day Fiance franchise. That is true. That is true. And I I guess also to be on one of these shows, though, you probably have to have that in you. Sure, sure. That want to put yourself in front of a camera, want to, you know, be on TV type personality. Because there are a lot of people who are in these types of situations situations who want nothing to do with being <laughs> absolutely or wanting the public to know anything exactly. about what they're doing Take a special kind of person who wants to open up your life to this kind of absolutely and ridicule at so times. where we leave off caesar is devastated crying in his hotel room alone in cancun mexico as i said though last week he's been having a good time in cancun up until now something tells me he might find himself a little senorita <laughs> down in mexico i'm just saying we've seen cast members do that before when things don't work out with the people that they think they're going to have relationships with they like get on cancun date.com there's i'm sure there's a an anastasia date equivalent in cancun mexico right, right. it's not too late caesar save your trip <laughs> all right we'll be back sunday night with a new episode of 90 day fiance before the 90 days on tlc we'll be back early next week with a new episode and don't forget to find the reality bites podcast rate and subscribe on apple podcasts and google play